0: You. Your are shot at $1,000 now. Text the word cash to 200 You'll get a text confirming entry plus IHAR radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's cash to 200 Hello, what's up? It's Thursday. We're at May 17th, and it is your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 792, Sons' most stimulating talk. Ah, yes, 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 yes. There are three things I think you need to know. And the first is a, thank you, Don, is a bombshell. Uh, Number one, a story the New York Times basically proves that the Obama administration was uh, spying on Trump during the campaign. It it confirmed the FBI was running a spy operation against the Trumpster. This is incredible stuff. Incredible stuff stuff holy smokes who's going to jail uh who could potentially go to i you know we'll get into that i think a lot of people but usually nobody but then there's a lot of people so does that make sense i think that makes sense doesn't it oh yeah absolutely and usually probably nobody and then we'll just get all mad well that was politics Mm -hmm. as usual before the don era well we'll see we'll see who's gone to jail since he's been in there nobody That's what, that's what stinks. Just wait. That's what stinks. Second thing that I think you need to know, Amazon opening up a a fulfillment center, a giant warehouse right here in Tucson, creating 1,500 jobs. Bernie Sanders is mad. We have a sound out of Bernie Sanders talking about uh, the, uh, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, Third thing I think you need to know, how about that economy? Jobless claims running at the lowest level in nearly a half century. Yep. Uh, New applications for unemployment actually rose by 11,000 to just 222,000, according to the Department of Labor. Uh, Slight uptick. However, even with that increase, uh, apparently it's the lowest in over 48 years. And these low claims are a great time for the economy because it means people are not getting laid off. Three things I think you need uh, to know, which is nice. Which is nice. So this story, which is really incredible, um, now the New York Times ran this and you're thinking, what the heck? Why would the New York Times run this if it supports what Trump believed? Because you remember the tweet from like way back, a random Saturday morning when the Trumpster said, Obama wiretapped me. Remember that one? That was in November, wasn't it? It was, it was a long, long, it was like in a long way. November? Maybe it I mean, I, it might have been like a year ago. It was like soon after he actually became president officially. And it was a random Saturday morning, and I remember open looking at my phone, and I'm like, oh, boy. And, like, the whole world just erupted. And, of course, the media decided to parse uh, what the word wiretap means. And Trump's in, Andy, and, of course, he just meant he was being spied on. That's what it meant. Not the old-school wiretapping. He's being spied on. So, all of a sudden, once again, it looks like the Don was right. The Don was right. Uh this New York Times story is uh, is it's like four thousand words. Again, why is the New York Times doing this? There are some leakers. There are some people in the FBI. I guarantee they they were the ones tipping off the New York Times because they're trying to how do I say it? Um, trying to sugarcoat what is going to come out in a report, an Inspector General report. About how they handled the Hillary email investigation and everything else and the Trump campaign and every, oh yeah, this is what this is what was the point of it. They are trying to make it seem as if it's really not that bad. They're trying to control the narrative. And they are doing that because Devin Nunez, remember Congressman Devin Nunez, this guy's a guy's a hero. Uh, he has been fighting to try to figure out who these people are, who the spy is, and apparently he is really close to finding out who it is. So they're trying to get out in front of this. The the deep, the deep state is, as a buddy of mine sent me uh, messages last night, they are panicking right now, and they should be. Trump tweeted uh, 32 minutes ago. I retweeted it. Wow, word seems to be coming out that the Obama-FBI spied on the Trump campaign with an embedded informant. And that's what we talked about last week, remember, with Kimberly Strassel, the story from the Wall Street Journal. Anyway, Trump writes, Andrew McCarthy, National Review, says, quote, There's probably no doubt that they had at least one confidential informant, at least one confidential informant in the campaign, end quote. And then Trump wrote, if so, this is bigger than Watergate. And he's right about that, by the way. He's right about that. I mean, this is uh, a big freaking deal. Apparently, this whole operation, according to this story from The New York Times, is the, the title of the story, Codename Crossfire Hurricane, which I guess is a Rolling Stone song. Yeah. The secret origins of the Trump investigation. And there are some juicy nuggets in here. I mean, some really, really juicy nuggets in this story. Um, again, it's four thousand words. 4,000 words. Here's the beginning of it. Just so you know, you get an idea. Within hours of opening an investigation into the Trump campaign's ties to Russia in the summer of 2016, the FBI dispatched a pair of agents to London in the summer of 2016, around the same time as the RNC. They, put a, they sent a pair of agents to London on a mission so secretive that all but a handful of officials were kept in the dark. Their assignment, which has not been previously reported, was to meet the Australian ambassador, who had evidence that one of Donald J. Trump's advisers knew in advance about Russian election meddling. You know what's freaky? It's all about this. Russia helped. Russia helped. And this is what aggravates people. Side note. Hillary was helped by NBC, ABC, CBS, MSNBC, CNN, New York Times, Washington Post, I'd say 99.9% of all newspapers, right? And all of a sudden, Russia with uh, some random bots on Twitter helped Trump win. A billion dollars Hillary spent. But some Russian bots. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that's, they wanted to cause chaos. That's all it was. Anyway. So they wanted to talk to this Australian ambassador. After tense deliberations between Washington and Canberra, top Australian officials broke with diplomatic protocol and allowed the ambassador, Alexander Downer, to sit for an FBI interview to describe his meeting with campaign advisor George Papadopoulos. Oh, boy. Secretive, everything. And then uh, what, what, the, what is believed now is that the human intelligence, the spy, was someone that was in Europe somehow. The FBI obtained phone records and other documents using, you ready for this? National security letters. That is a secret type of subpoena, officials said. They don't have to go to a judge for that. And at least one government informant met several times with Mr. Page, it's Carter Page, and Mr. Papadopoulos, it's the other guy. Current informal officials said that has become a politically contentious point with Trump allies, Questioning whether the FBI was spying on Trump, the Trump campaign, or trying to entrap campaign officials. Now, again, national security letters. What are they? The Intercept says they are controversial because they carry the force of law but are created entirely outside the judicial system. To issue one, an FBI official just needs to attest that the information sought is relevant to a national security investigation. The letters have also been criticized by because they are shrouded in secrecy. Companies that receive them are, for the most part, forbidden from notifying their customers or the public. The government has fought to keep even basic rules governing them secrets. So they, the company, they say, hey, we need all your information. And the company apparently has to comply, I guess. And that's what was used. That's what was used. So anyway, this, this story about how The FBI was running a spy operation on the Trump campaign. Government informants, I told you about them. Secret subpoenas, possible wiretaps, who knows? And it's all happening. All happening right in front of the release of this Department of Justice Inspector General report, again, on the FBI's actions during the 2016 election. So it's all going to come out. And apparently it's going to be dirty. And apparently people will be named, and apparently... It will all be exposed, which again is why the New York Times said, sure, we hate Trump too. Let's try to create the narrative. Let's try to be out in front of this. So when people see the actual report, they won't know any different and they'll believe what we put out there first. Let's just try to put it out there first and everybody else will have to just change uh, their way of thinking, but that usually, it's hard to do. It's hard to do. You know, that's why if you look at certain kinds of uh, apps, or look at Google, Right? People used Google before they used Yahoo to search, and it's hard to go back. Yahoo tribe, remember that Bing thing and stuff like that? Didn't work. I'm just an example. That's why they wanted to get out in front with this. So, um, the story revealed that the FBI was spying on the Trump campaign through phone records and with at least one human asset. At least one human asset. And at least one government informant, according to a Washington Post story, They confirmed it Uh, at least one government informant appears to confirm a Washington Post story in which leakers revealed the FBI had a top secret intelligence source, a U.S. citizen likely overseas who'd spied on members of the Trump campaign for the FBI. This is a big freaking deal. Right. This is a big deal. The New York Times took some Peter Stroke texts out of context to not show sure how important they were. I mean, the, it, the whole thing, this this just reeks, reeks of probably the biggest scandal in the history of our country. We had, uh, we had, and if you don't think Obama was in on this, apparently, remember John Brennan, the old CIA director John Brennan? He's a commie. Back in the 80s, he wanted the communists to win over Reagan. Uh, he was uh, the CIA chief. He hates Trump. He sends out tweets about Trump. He goes on MSNBC and rips Trump and CNN rips Trump and stuff like that. Uh, but apparently, Brennan was having like daily meetings with Obama. It's almost like he lived at the White House. Right? The American Spectator has a story by George Newmeyer, And it says here, as it became urgently clear to Brennan that Trump was going to face off against Hillary, Brennan turned to intelligence partners in Europe for dirt on Trump, but they didn't have any, save some pretty skimpy material on contacts between Trump campaign officials and Russians. But from April of 2016 to July of 2016, there were leaked stories in the British press. All this other stuff. Brennan basically hung out in the White House, briefing Obama on Russian Russian-related stuff. He was hanging out at the White House. He was telling everything about Trump, but they tried to hide it and saying that he was he was giving reports on Russian interference in the election. That's what it comes down to. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just the way it is. So they were all working together. I guarantee this is just my me surmising this really quick. You had Obama, you had Brennan, you had Comey, you had other big wigs, the FBI, all working together to try to find some kind of crap on Trump. Illegally spying on him because they did not want him to win the election. And they had literally no, they must have had no faith in Hillary. Literally no faith in Hillary whatsoever. So they're trying to figure out what they could do to stop Trump. And they couldn't do anything. And this is really bad. I mean, this is beyond bad. This is beyond the pale. When you have a political party using, uh, weaponizing our intelligence services to try to stop a person from legally winning an election, this is really bad, really bad. We'll continue. This is, I mean, this is bombshell stuff we have here. Bombshell stuff. We'll continue. In uh, in four, don't go anywhere. Six twenty-six KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Sean. Incredible stuff. 631 Garrett Lewis with you right here. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, it's going to be another warm one today. And it's uh, it's warming up already. We're at 63, 97 and sunny. Cooling off to a nice 92 tomorrow. Mid to upper 90s for the weekend. It's weird not working Monday or Tuesday. And then all of a sudden I'm like thinking about the weekend already. It feels like it shouldn't quite be here yet. Uh, but we're almost there. We're almost there. Um I don't think and I was wondering, I'm like, I, I know I it's much more fun to talk about crazy, stupid stuff and have fun and laugh and you know all this all this stuff. But this is a gigantic story. You don't want to do pro you know, world solving this that on the radio. But this is a big freaking deal. This is a big freaking deal, this story uh that is going on um from the New York Times about how uh they, they they're basically coming out in front of this IG report saying yeah, we want to make this as nice as possible to try to not alarm you of how we were spying on a presidential candidate. Uh, And let let me just tell you, Kim Strassel, who writes for the Wall Street Journal, who kind of, she alluded to this in her story last week. We talked about it. She tweeted, New New York Times story includes government leakers who confirm what we reported Friday. The DOJ, Department of Justice, and FBI used at least one, at least, not just one, at least one human source to spy on the Trump campaign. New York Times is the quote, And at least one government informant met several times. At least one government informant met several times with Mr. Page and Mr. Papadopoulos, current and former officials. Wow. Strassel also tweeted a few important points on the New York Times story, what I was just telling you about. A story that, by the way, all of us following this knew had to be coming. This Department of Justice FBI leaker's attempt to get in front of the facts... Devin Nunez is forcing out to make it sound, to make it not sound so bad. Don't buy it. It's bad. Government sources admit that, indeed, the Obama, DOJ, and FBI spied on the Trump campaign. Spied. New York Times calls it an informant. They spied. Strassel wrote, she tweeted, New York Times slips in confirmation far down in the story and makes it out like it isn't a big deal. It is a very big deal. Very big deal. So again the New York Times are not a, they're not heroes. They're trying to they're trying to sugarcoat the uh the, the dirty cops, let's put it that way, the ones up top in the FBI. All right, um we'll continue. Uh there's much more to talk about, uh, including you you want to you want to hear this. You need to. I the only meet, what? I shook my head because I'm like how much more can we take? Well, we'll we'll take a break from this until 7:10. We'll continue yeah, this sure. as more at 7:10. However, However, um, somebody going to jail. Well, I You're like my wife, Mike, Abby, people need to be investigated first. Really this is no. not a banner. You guys want this to be like banana Republic.
1: No, I wanted to be, uh, you know, torches and, and pitchforks. Oh, well, like that, Bruce says.
0: Yes. Well, show up
1: at somebody's door or in feather.
0: I'm telling you. I, I and trust me. I wanted to, but it can't be that way. Only Obama gets to that way when he throws the guy in, uh, in prison, who made the uh, Benghazi video? Because that's oh, why it all happened, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's, that's so um, the media. You want to know why Trump calls the fake media the fake media? I hope all the dopey media that that are listening to this show, especially in this town, and I know they do, and they get upset when Trump calls it fake news and fake media and stuff like that. You'll you'll get a great example as to why Trump is literally all over the media. They took his words so far out of context. What he said yesterday. I'll let you hear it and I'll tell you what they said. It's incredible. It's coming up right now on KNST. It's Fox. 641. It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790 Tucsons. Most stimulating talk. Thank you so much for hanging out. There are three things I think you need to know. Bombshell story in the New York Times. They're trying to run cover. For the fact that apparently it's true, the Obama administration, the FBI, the DOJ, uh, they had spies in the Trump campaign. They were literally human intelligence, besides uh, getting phone records and everything else, human intelligence. And what you have is, uh, is spying on the Trump campaign from inside. They had informants, at least one informant in there. It is incredible stuff. Second thing. You think it was Snow? Who? Snow. No. Informer. Informer. That's funny. Yeah. Second thing I Sorry. think you need to no, know it's all right. Second thing I think you need to know, Amazon opening up a fulfillment center in Tucson. So there's gonna be fifteen hundred jobs, hourly jobs, benefits, you name it. Uh all thanks to Amazon. And the only person mad about that is Bernie Sanders. And I'm already getting uh messages. This is funny. People saying, wait until uh wait until the Tucson City Council follows what Seattle did and they start a they charge a business tax, an employee tax, basically. Oh, come on. Come on. Really? Oh, man. We'll just... We'll have to see. We will have to see. Uh, Third thing that I think you need to know is that uh, jobless claims are now the lowest in over 48 years. They actually rose by 11,000 to 222,000. New applications for unemployment. Those are the, uh, the, the, the jobless claims, right? But still... Uh, this suggests that layoffs are very rare, and again, the lowest in over 48 years. Why is Trump going to lose again? I'm just, I'm just curious about the why, what What's going on with that? Man, oh man, oh man. So there's that, which is nice. Um, all right, so uh, let's talk about this. This is, uh, this is incredible stuff. But you want to talk about fake news? Let's go to number 26, if you don't mind, Ryan. Yesterday, the Trumpster is in a, you know, some room in the White House, and he has sheriffs in there. And uh, one of the sheriffs happens to be a, a, a lady from California, right? Uh, and she's telling President Trump, listen, and I didn't want to put the whole thing in there. Her name is uh, Fresno Sheriff Margaret Mims. And she talked about the how difficult it is um, with ICE uh, uh, and to basically to notify them that an illegal alien is an MS-13 gang member. And she said it's just, it's just tough. She goes, I've invited them to stay in my in, in my facility, meaning ICE, because it, it's so hard to work with them because of California laws and everything else and blah, blah, blah. Um But she said there could be an MS-13 gang member. This is what she told the president. I think we have that in the soundbite. There could be an MS-13 gang member. I know about if they don't reach a threshold, I cannot tell ICE about them. I cannot tell ICE, she said. I cannot tell ICE about them. Uh, let's pick up the conversation. Here
2: we go. So ridiculous. The concept that we are even talking about is so ridiculous. We'll take care of it, Margaret. Thank you. I,
3: we'll, there we'll be win. an MS-13 game number I know about. If they don't reach a certain threshold, I cannot tell ICE about them.
2: So don't. We have people coming into the country who are trying to come in. We're stopping a lot of them. <laughs> But we're taking people out of the country. You wouldn't believe how bad these people are. These aren't people.
0: These are animals. Pause it. Now, who is he talking about? MS-13? I would think so, right? Because she's talking about MS-13 and that and stuff like that. Leave it to dopey people in the media. This is why he calls them fake news. This is why you call them fake news. There were people. I'm talking about Andrea freaking Mitchell of NBC News. And others, a faux conservative, Jennifer Rubin, she's a columnist, claims to be conservative, hates Trump. And others, and they actually led with stories and tweeted that the president called illegal aliens animals. Yes, that the president is calling immigrants, not even saying illegal, animals, when he's calling MS-13 gang members animals. Jennifer Rubin tweeted. She tweeted a story from The Hill. Trump, and this is The Hill, TheHill.com. Trump aren't, uh, Trump on illegal immigrants. These aren't people, these are animals. They're literally trying to, I mean, this is what the media is doing, knowingly. So again, they lie about Obamacare and Benghazi and everything there is in the Iran deal for, uh, for Obama, and they literally take things that Trump says out of context and twist it. To make him look bad because they hate him. So the Hill has a story. Trump on illegal immigrants. Quote, these aren't people. These are animals. And Jennifer Rubin tweeted the story and said, this is disgusting. And his evangelical sycophants. Wait, I I can't even. I don't know if she spelled this correctly. Anyway, his sycophants will applaud his utter dehumanization of men, women, and children. Andrea Mitchell. Andrea Mitchell. And again, the Hill is full of it because they, again, they said that the president called all illegal aliens animals. Andrea Mitchell tweets, a tough takedown by the California governor after Trump calls people trying to get into the country animals, not people. NBC News reporter Benji Sarland. Yes, it's tweeted, One of Trump's most consistent rhetorical moves is comparing large classes of human beings to animals, a political tactic with a long and deadly history. He is attacking MS-13 gang members. MS-13 gang members. A reporter from The Guardian falsely claimed Trump was referring to some immigrants When he called MS-13 gang members animals, you heard it clearly, right? You heard it. Then the Guardian report literally, they posted an edited version of Trump's remark and they specifically omitted the part where Sheriff Mims talks about MS-13 gang members. So they edited her part out so it would seem that Trump would call all people trying to enter the country legally or illegally animals. And, and yet we'd have, uh, I'm telling you, there even here in town, there's a couple of dopey people from the local newspaper that sit back and they just want to rip Trump. It's just not, he's an idiot. He can't attack the media like that. He can't do this. He can't, excuse me, gets better. A writer for the New York Magazine. Uh, I don't know, who is this? For? Christiana Farias? Is that a man or a woman? I don't know. It works. Anyway. This person for the for New York Magazine tweeted never ever forget this fact. Donald Trump reserves the word animals only for brown people. That's a slap in the face. Mhm. Dude, this and this is why you can't trust the freaking media. You can't do it. CNN guest Keith Boykin tweeted Trump referring to human beings as animals is the same dehumanization tactic used by slave traders and slave owners to justify the oppression of black people for hundreds of years. So, again, what happens is you have idiots that just read Twitter and they see that they go, here we go again. Trump the racist. I knew he was racist. All thanks to the media purposefully lying. They are lying. It gets even better. A researcher with the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, the DCCC, tweeted out, ready for this, photos of kids at the southern border alongside Trump's remarks on MS-13 gang members. So there's four pictures of kids just waiting at the southern border. It looks so sad. And they have the quote, Trump, we are taking people out of the country. You wouldn't believe how bad these people are. These aren't people. These are animals. This is how bad the media is. I mean, you do realize what's going on here, right? This is uh, this is pretty pathetic. This is why we don't like the media. And this is why the media is like, I don't understand it. You go to a Trump event and the, they start booing the media and give them the finger. They start chanting, CNN sucks, CNN sucks. Well, there's a reason for that because of things like this, and it's perpetuated. And by the way, what credibility do these people have? They're not even doing research. They're literally not doing research on their own stories. They're tweeting out false information. You know when Rush calls them drive-by? You know the drive-by? They're like drive-bying themselves. See, they want people just to read a headline and believe it, and the media themselves are seeing a headline which is false and believing it and spreading out misinformation. This is how bad it is. This is how bad it is. You can comment if you'd like, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Um, just, just really, uh, it's really pathetic. Really pathetic what's going on. Uh, so anyway, I have some more stuff. Uh, besides this, we can get your comments. 710, we get back to the, the huge story, the bombshell about uh, the Obama administration and the FBI having spies, at least one spy, at least one, in the Trump campaign. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? yeah um we will continue we will continue don't go anywhere i have some college stories as well you know we'll get to this also coming about four minutes if you have a good comment we'll get to it but i have another story from a college about uh, a triggering statement apparently some uh, some college students were triggered by a statement made about the president this is unbelievable it's coming up knst am 790 tucson's most stimulating talk
3: radio station
4: Disgusting, illegal, and unwarranted. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. President Trump tweeted out about what he calls the greatest witch hunt in American history one year to the day after the special counsel was appointed in the Russia investigation. He again says no collusion or obstruction. We're trying to get him to end this. This is not good for the American people. That's his attorney, Rudy Giuliani. The president also wrote that if the FBI had an informant in the Trump campaign, it's bigger than Watergate. Fox's John Decker live at the White House. In the past year, special counsel Robert Mueller has secured a guilty plea from former Trump National Security Advisor Michael Flynn Lynn, who is now cooperating with the investigation as our former Trump campaign deputy chairman Rick Gates and former campaign foreign policy advisor George Papadopoulos. The president's lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, explained his legal strategy on Fox.
5: What we're going to do is we're, go- we're going to see what kind of legal remedies are available to us, including uh, if they subpoena us, Challenge the subpoena. The
4: special counsel's team has already handled out multiple indictments, including to former Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort. Dave John they're shaking up around Kilauea in Hawaii. Kilauea um, you know is is getting pretty active as far as the earthquakes and the ash plumes that is putting out. Hawaii County Civil Administrator Talmadge Magno. Some of the ash plumes spouted 12,000 feet in the air. Toxic gas concerns and flowing lavas evacuated about 2,000 people. More than two dozen homes have been destroyed. An arrest in Long Beach, California, two days after a deadly explosion in an office building in Aliso The suspect was taken into custody for an unregistered explosive device. He was not charged in the explosion, but Stephen Beale's Facebook page has photos of him traveling with the woman killed in the bombing. They're practicing in Windsor, England. With rehearsals for Saturday's royal wedding, today Meghan Markle confirmed her father will not attend, citing his health. He reportedly had heart surgery. This is Fox News. Fair and balanced.
6: Listen. My life changed because someone was there to get me to use drugs. No one can understand. Whether or not they've struggled with addiction themselves, people seem to think that having someone who will listen is gonna help make it better. I'm realizing that I, I need help. I'm listening. I need help. I'm realizing that I think that having someone who will listen is going to help make it better. Whether or not they've struggled with addiction themselves, people seem to understand. No one can get me to use drugs. My life changed because someone was there to listen.
4: One in seven Americans will struggle with addiction during their lifetime. Want to know how you can help? Go to HearToListen.com for tips and tools to help turn addiction around. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council. Stocks are down modestly on Wall Street, where Fox Business Network's Nicole Pedalides is live. The Dow Jones Industrial Average down 52 points at 24,715. The Nasdaq down 4 at 7394. The S&P 500 down 1 at 2721. We're seeing Cisco, Walmart, and Merck as the biggest losers. In fact, Cisco and Merck both... Uh, Cisco and Walmart both had their quarterly numbers. Walmart down 1.3 percent. Cisco down three and a half percent after earnings. Coca-Cola, Intel, Dow, Dupont lead the way. The U.S. dollar has been relatively strong. Oil breaks out to about 72 bucks, and the Russell 2000 small caps new high. Back to you. Thank you, Nicole. You mentioned oil is near a four-year high with that gain. Gas is also more expensive, increasing by a penny. AAA's national average for regular 290 a gallon. A homeless man in Boston wants it his way at Burger King Filing a nearly one million dollar lawsuit,
1: Emory Ellis spent three months in jail after trying to buy breakfast at Burger King. The homeless Boston man, wrongly accused of trying to use counterfeit money by a suspicious cashier, he was arrested automatically, triggering a probation violation, which sent him behind bars for months, held without bail till authorities determined the ten dollar bill was real. Burger King says it doesn't tolerate discrimination, but that the franchisee is handling this
4: legal matter. Lillian Wu, Fox News. The Rockets launched a lot of threes in Houston last night. Gets it to Tucker. Back to Harden. And Harden shoots. Yes, James Harden scored 27 points, leading Houston past Golden State 127-105 on TNT. So in the Western Conference Finals, the Rockets and Warriors now tied at a game apiece. In the NHL, the Vegas Golden Knights now two wins away from playing for the Stanley Cup. The expansion team beat Winnipeg 4-2 and the Knights lead the NHL Western Conference Final two games to one. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News Radio. You're
0: shot at $1,000 now. Text the word LUCK to 200 You'll get a text-confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's LUCK to 200 Yes. Hello. What's going on? How you doing? It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Beer Club for Midnight. Sorry, I had to reach for my coffee. Beer Club for Midnight. Tonight, Mr. On's 5 to 7. Uh, Allie Miller is the special guest because she's been doing so much work. If anybody deserves a beer, by the way, it, it's her for all the stuff that she's doing. Uh, again, 5 to 7 tonight at Mr. On's. I'll be there. Allie will be there. I would get there early if I were you. Extended happy hours 4 to 8. But I digress, and let's go to the three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, bombshell story in the New York Times. Basically, the leakers admitting that they had multiple informants spying on the Trump campaign. FBI, DOJ. You don't think Obama knew about this? I have a bridge to sell you. Yes, we'll get into this. But yes, the the FBI obtained secret phone records using secret secret subpoenas and at least one government informant, at least one government informant. I mean, this is. This is big-time stuff. We'll get to that. Second thing, I think you need to know, Amazon opening up a a giant warehouse, a fulfillment center here in Tucson, creating 1,500 jobs. Um, Surprised that uh, the anti-business folk in town didn't come out against that, but whatever. Third thing, I think you need to know, apparently the the economy is cruising on along here, as Jobless claims, they just came out today, Jobless claims, they rose 11,000, but they are still at... The lowest point in over 48 years. That means people aren't getting laid off as much. How cool is that? Three things I think you need to know. By the way, okay, let's put it this way. Um, The total number of people, it says here in the Washington Examiner, total number of people receiving benefits hit a generational low in May. Like, this isn't fake. This isn't made up. This isn't contrived. The There is a generational low in people receiving benefits because they were out of work. Benefits available to laid off workers for up to 26 weeks. There were 1.7 million people receiving benefits in early May. Lowest number in December of 73. 1.7 million people. Compare that to over 6.5 million receiving benefits in 2009 during the worst of the recession. Yeah, I know Obama laid out the whole plan, right? Sure, 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 sure. So this story in the New York Times. Let's just talk about this for a second because this is really incredible stuff. And the media is like not even really—they're not really talking about it. Isn't that crazy? they're I mean, Morning Joe keeps talking about Trump and Russia and 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 just Trump's an idiot and and who really cares? MS, I saw a story: MSNBC and CNN have dropped so many viewers. It's it's actually quite frightening. I don't know how they're still on the air, right? Um, I, I really don't. However, this is a huge freaking story. And why did this come out? If you're just tuning in, why did this come out? Why did the New York times have this story about, uh, FBI, the FBI using at least one informant to spy on the Trump campaign to literally spy. I mean, this is not normal. Our own intelligence spying on Americans, especially a, a political opponent of the, the, the president in charge who was Obama at the time. This is unprecedented. They were trying to do everything they could to stop Trump from being president. This is a big story. Why did the New York Times do this? Well, because there's going to be a report coming out very soon, an Inspector General report showing how the FBI screwed up, how the big people up top were corrupt in handling the Hillary investigation and everything else. So they're trying to run for cover, the leakers, everything else. They're trying to run for cover. Think about this. It's been a long time that members of Congress, the good ones, the Devin Nunezes and others, Jim Jordans have been trying to get documents right from the FBI and the DOJ, trying to find out where this all originated from, how this all started and what's going on. The deep state, the deep state at the FBI has stonewalled them and the DOJ, they've stonewalled them. They've they've refused to turn over documents. Remember all these stories? We're going to subpoena you if you don't turn over documents, blah, blah, blah. Yet these same pieces of garbage, these deep staters, they won't talk to Congress, but they will run to the New York Times and the Washington Post to leak out certain things to damage Trump. And now they're running to the New York Times to try to save their own behinds because it's going to come out how corrupt they were and how, let's just say, illegal this is, okay? Illegal. How about this? This is a very long story in the New York Times. Part of it, they have under it. It's called "cautious intelligence gathering." In this story, the New York Times, they talk about counterintelligence investigations. It could take a long time. Blah 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 blah. Right, everything else. And this uh, this this secret secret spying on Trump was called the Crossfire Hurricane. It says here, Mister Comey was briefed regularly. On the Russia investigation, but one official said those briefings focused mostly on hacking and election interference. The Crossfire Hurricane team did not present many crucial decisions for Mr. Comey to make. Top officials became convinced that there was almost no chance they would answer the question of collusion before Election Day. And that made agents even more cautious. Ready for this? The FBI obtained phone records and other documents using national security letters. National security letters are a secret type of subpoena, officials said. A secret type. How many secret types are there? But the FISA thing was secret too, right? At least one guy, go- you ready for this? And at least, at least one government informant met several times with Mr. Page And Mr. Papadopoulos, current and former official, said. Now, a government informant is a nice way to say spy. At least one spy from the FBI. That means they had multiple spies infiltrating the Trump campaign to try to get dirt, to then probably leak it out so people wouldn't vote for him and vote for Hillary. That's what it all comes down to. So, you have at least one government informant, AKA spy, meeting with Trump campaign officials. And it says here in the Times that has become a, polit- a politically contentious point, with Mr. Trump's allies questioning whether the FBI was spying on the Trump campaign or trying to entrap campaign officials. Looking back, some of the Justice Department and the FBI now believe that agents could have been more aggressive, could have been more aggressive. Wow. In this story, by the way, they have some Peter Stroke, the disgraced FBI official. Uh, They have some of his texts, and they take them out of context. They do. They take them out of context. And they basically try to whitewash them to make them seem like it's not that big of a deal. Isn't that just nice? This is really incredible stuff. And I got a great email about this as I continue. Again, leakers to the FBI, I'm sorry, leakers to the New York Times literally confirmed a story that the FBI was running a spy operation on the Trump campaign. Secret subpoenas, wiretaps, government informants, meaning spies. This is huge. Now to put it, I got a great email that puts it in great perspective. You ready for this? The incredible Trump. The guy that never ran for office before. He beat 15 of the best the Republicans had. I think it was more than that. I think it was 16, actually. Then he beat the invincible Clinton machine. All the while, the media was against him. And now we learn that the massive federal government intelligence apparatus was spying on him and passing information to his enemies, meaning his political enemies, and he still one now don't get me wrong like this is beyond incredible and that email just sums it up so beautifully. and all these people do need to be exposed, pay the price, go to prison, all this stuff right And it is a little bit disheartening knowing how big that apparatus is and how hard it is to fight it. but you had one guy, That was powered by tens of millions of you. So, as crazy as it sounds, as giant of the task it seems to be, the establishment can be beaten. There are more of us than there are of them. They have access to power, they have access to information, but there are still more of us than there are of them. And even though they have power to that stuff, we can still, as you can see, put somebody in the highest office to be the most powerful person in the world. And the guy can run circles around him. Now, will this ever happen again? I don't know. Let's, let's just face it. This this dude Trump is just one in a gazillion. Like, it's it's a flash in the pan. Um, who else would be willing to take all of this stuff on and laugh at it? I'm sure he likes Mike Pence. And I'm sure Mike Pence is a nice guy. But don't you have that feeling in the pit of your gut that he is still an establishment-type dude? He is still a go-along to get along. Let's just do the right thing. Go along to get along, not create waves. We'll do what's best, blah, blah, blah. Don't you think that that's the way it is? Not trying to get a house of cards on you and stuff like that, but it doesn't doesn't that really strike you that way? Because you want more guys like Trump that just want to do the right thing. Will any of those guys that want to do the right thing actually do what he did? Don Jr.? I don't know. I don't know, but I mean, it seems to, to be a, a whole new crop of people wanting to get into politics, realizing they can fight back. I mean, look, Jeff Flake saw the polling data and realized he had no chance of winning going back to, what was it, last November? Yep. Last October, whenever the hell it was, he said, I'm done. Okay, I re- I have no chance. I'm an established guy. I've been in Washington almost 20 years. I'm a member of the Senate, for God's sakes, and people... They, they, because of Trump, they realize I can speak up. I don't have to. I don't have to to deal with this garbage, right? And he said, "I can't win. I'm out." Which, by the way, side note, besides this uh, this spying story, which we have to keep talking about, get your comments on. It really is amazing. This is how dumb the media is. Nobody likes Jeff Flake, which is why he's not running. Which is why he, he threw in the towel and said, "I'm done." Nobody's willing to give me money because they realize I can't win. Nobody likes me. Nobody likes what I represent. Yet the media puts him up as if he's this big shining thing. We're all dying to find out what Jeff Flake thinks about things. That's why the media keeps losing. Because they keep putting up losers. People that we don't like. We even know. It's like a radio station playing bad songs. You just tune out. So anyway, you could comment. This is really an incredible story. Between the Kim Strassel story in the Wall Street Journal last week, where she reported that uh, the FBI secretly had a person on the payroll who used his or her non-FBI credentials to interact with some capacity, in some capacity, with the Trump campaign. She said this would amount to spying. Spying. It really is mind-boggling that this is not treated to be a bigger story by the media, which, which is why we all hate the media. And Trump considers them to be fake news. They concentrate more on a a BS dossier, Russia collusion thing, when we literally have, literally have evidence that Obama weaponized the intelligence agencies to spy on Trump so they could get anything on him so he could be defeated. This is what they do in Venezuela. This is what they do in third world countries. I was going to say North Korea, but I think they just put you in a room and you disappear. They just kill you. They just kill you. But this is what they do in third world countries, in banana republics. And this is what what America was becoming under Obama. He thought it was okay to do this because you know why? It's for the greater good in his own mind. 880 KNST, 8805678. It really is. I mean, it is absolutely incredible that this guy was able to do what he did. Is it not? Is it not? My goodness gracious. Uh, we will continue. It is your morning. And by the way, you can hit me up on Twitter. You can email me, Garrett, at KNST.com. This is going to be another big topic tonight at the Beer Club for Men. It's all there. So let's continue. 880-KNST, eight eight zero five six seven eight. More coming up. More crazy details from this story. It is your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM seven ninety two sounds Most Stimulating Talk. And then tell her to make you a sandwich. What's up? Garrett Lewis with you. Going to be sunny in about 97 today. Chilly. That's how you make the machines Chilly. mad and Chilly. they kill you. Yeah, well, that's a good point. Don't tell them to make you a sandwich. That's a good point. Ask nicely. Ryan's going all 1984 on me during the break.
1: Well, I wasn't trying to. That's all
0: right. This I, is this the government trying to take over? Yeah, you know what? They, they were trying to spy on Trump, who was just a citizen. He's running for political office, but just a citizen at the at that time, right? Yeah. that's just the way it is. Um, again, this whole story though, again, they're they're literally outing like these are people trying to protect themselves. Jim Comey, what I just told you, Jim Comey, he wasn't told of anything. No, nothing to do with this. That's why they're they're admitting that they were spying on him, but they're trying to say wasn't me somebody did it wasn't us we had nothing to do with it no 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 give me a break more evidence there's a part of this story in the new york times called spying in question relying on fbi information and mr Steele's. yep 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 yeah christopher Steele. that the dossier fake. prosecutors obtained court approval to eavesdrop on carter page who was no longer with the trump campaign it says here that warrant has become deeply contentious we know this it's crucial to Republican arguments that intelligence agencies improperly used Democratic research to help justify spying on the Trump campaign. The inspector general was reviewing that claim. That's why they're doing this. You ready for this? Remember Sally Yates? She's the one that Trump had to fire. She was the acting, uh, 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 she basically was the, as soon as Comey got canned, or she's like, I'm not going to, we're not going to investigate anything. We're not going to do this, not yeah. going to do that. Yeah, yeah. Sally Yates, she was the deputy attorney general under Obama. Remember, the FBI reports the DOJ before Sessions was that's what before Sessions was confirmed. She was the one in charge. So um, you got to love this. Ms. Yates, deputy attorney general under Obama, signed the first warrant application. Subsequent filings were approved by members of Trump's own administration. Yeah, the acting attorney general, Dana Buente, Rod Rosenstein. They're all part of the deep state. And Ms. Yates said, quote, Folks are very, very careful and serious about the process, that process. I don't know of anything that gives me any concerns, really. So, hey, Sally Yates says everything's on the up and up, and you need to believe it. That's what the New York Times did here. They literally, they literally are covering their butts and, and trying to cover the butts of these leakers that help them write these stories and the deep staters to try to control the narrative, even if it wasn't true even if it wasn't true. But hey, it's all good. No, Not a problem at all. Not a problem at all. And I'm telling you, uh, Kim Strassel's Twitter uh, feed is going crazy right now. And she had some great points again. Um, this is a DOJ and FBI leakers attempt to get in front of the facts that Devin Nunez is forcing out to make it not sound so bad. Don't buy it. It's bad. And again, the whole thing Sources, government sources admit that indeed the Obama, DOJ, and FBI spied on the Trump campaign. Spied. New York Times calls it an informant. They spied. And that wasn't until way down in the story, by the way. They're trying to, to sugarcoat it. So there you go. This is a huge freaking deal, and Trump still won. And it's not just because of Trump. It's because of what he said, and he you put, he made you put faith in him. But it's also... It's also because of you. And you wouldn't just sit back and take it anymore and do what the media told you to do and what the establishment did. And they literally spied on a guy running for president, trying to get dirt on him to stop him from winning. Incredible. Where's the outrage from Flake and McCain and little Marco right now, who's on Fox? Get out of here. 7.34. Uh, We'll do more on this later. However, coming up at about 5, Starbucks added again. Apparently more racism from starbucks did you hear about this one is it really their fault this is incredible it's coming up right now here's fox
1: normally you'd be pretty upset if another guy was stimulating your wife but in a strange way you like it the morning ritual with garrett lewis is on knst am 790 tucson's most stimulating talk just
4: ask your wife.
0: Yeah, 7:42. Thanks for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, bombshell story: The New York Times, uh, where the leakers are trying to get out in front of an IG report. More on that in a second. Inspector General report, uh, where they claim that uh, yeah, there were at least at least one at least one person spied the FBI, DOJ, all under Obama. At least one person, so there was definitely multiple spies on the Trump campaign, even within the Trump campaign, to try to find dirt. Secret subpoenas, phone taps, you name it. All there. All there. This is huge. Uh and a uh a, a sleuth internet reporter named Jacob Wall tweeted out just in the Inspector General report on FBI misconduct has been received by several Department of Justice officials. It's expected to leak by this afternoon, so we'll keep an eye on that. Oh man. Second thing I think you need to know, Amazon has announced they are uh, having a giant fulfillment center, a warehouse in Tucson, 1,500 jobs created. Yes, more jobs. That's always nice. Third thing, I think you need to know the economy is humming along. Jobless claims, uh, they actually rose 11,000 to 222,000 in mid-May according to the Department of Labor, but they are at a a low point, point, lowest in 48 years. How incredible is that? Uh, It means that people aren't getting laid off. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, Now, Starbucks. You know, this is the problem. We all make fun of Starbucks and things they do and stuff like that. And, you know, I feel bad for that poor manager in Philly that got canned because she called the cops because those two guys wouldn't buy anything, wouldn't leave, wanted to use the bathroom. All that stuff, right? I mean, it really is sad that she lost her job over that. Uh, But I think what, you know, that was bad. But we all were like, why would Starbucks close every single place down? They're doing it, what, May 29th? I think day after Memorial Day, it's going to be closed down. They're going to go through a re-education training to realize they're all racist and they shouldn't be racist. I don't know why Starbucks workers would actually go through that because you sit back and say it's not every Starbucks worker. Why let one bad apple ruin it for everybody, right? But hey, it happens. Apparently out in Los Angeles at the uh, the peaceful Starbucks. Um. Progressive. A progressive Starbucks, thank you. Progressive California, Starbucks, progressive. of course, of course. Uh, apparently, there was another racist incident. Another racist racist incident. Apparently, a man by the name... You're going to love hearing this. A man by the name of Pedro. Vote for Pedro. We don't to give his last name. He was uh, in line for Starbucks, getting a coffee, got it. And he told them his name was Pedro, but apparently... The Starbucks employee put down a different name for Pedro. Listen to what happened from Fox 11 in L.A.
3: Nothing too friendly about the name Beaner printed on this coffee cup in place of a name. Oh boy. It should have said Pedro, which is this man. He says that's the name he gave the barista, the name they called when his coffee was ready. But take a look at what he says he found, that racial slur right there on the cup. Yo me siento muy mal, muy malo, eso es... So he just feels bad enough Pause it. for...
1: Nothing
0: guy can't even freaking speak English? Oh, I know. That's worse than what the Starbucks employee did, right? Don't you love it? I mean, of course, it's horrible. You shouldn't write that awful word. But the guy can't even speak English? What are you doing here? I thought you have to speak English to be here. Uh, mm hmm. Sure, it's all in the up and up, right? Anyway, let's continue. Right there on the cup. Yo me siento
3: muy mal, eso es muy malo eso.
0: So he just feel bad, you know, for not for him
3: alone, you know, for everybody else. Even if it's your if you're Mexican or you're a Ma- African-American,
0: you know, he just feel bad for all of us. Mm hmm. Now, apparently uh, a Starbucks spokesman in Seattle told the reporter in L.A. they're launching a full investigation. Double secret probation. What do you mean? there's always an idiot that works somewhere, isn't there? Oh, we've had plenty come through here. Well, that's true. You don't see any investigations going on. No. They just get canned. Yes. Uh, Apparently, the manager heard about this of the Starbucks where this happened. Went to Pedro's place of employment, it says. Apologized. Offered free coffee. It's a restaurant, by the way. Offered free coffee, gift cards. They were ultimately rejected by Pedro and his friends. They said, we just want respect. We don't want anything for free. We just want respect. Uh, That's what they say now. How long until a lawyer gets in contact with Pedro and his friends and says, "Hey, you can cash in here." Shh. Now, hang on. There's one more. How do
1: you cash in on that? The same way the guys
0: cashed in in uh, it in, in like Philly. They
1: threw like stuff in his cup. It's not like they pushed him around. It's not like they punched him or anything like that. Okay, they put listen. It, in
0: they, in our country, what we do is that the only way to measure how your feelings are hurt or how your body is physically harmed, is with money. That's it. There's no other way to, to, to measure it. There's nothing else. We basically say you were in this car accident. It wasn't your fault. To deal with your pain, we'll give you $800,000. So, the had a racist word on the cup to deal with your pain. Here is this. That's how, that's how our legal system works. And people have taken advantage of it. Hang on uh what this is the end of the report here we go
3: are you the manager here uh i'm actually i would not like to speak to you about this as for the la canada store the manager not happy to see our camera camera, refused to answer any questions a spokesman from the corporate office (laughs) in seattle said we've apologized to the customer obviously it's not indicative of the kind of experience we want customers to have when they come into our stores we are doing a full investigation into the
0: incident to make sure it won't happen again what does that even mean you find the person that did it, and you fire them. This is why Starbucks... Sorry, Starbucks is like communist China. You know, if one person does something, whatever, re-education camp for everybody. Even... And that must piss it. How does that not make you mad as an employee? Where it's like, you're trying to tell me that one idiot does something. And now we all have to go through training as if I'm going to be that idiot also. I'm going to do something that dumb? This is insane. This is why people get aggravated with... uh with Starbucks. It's why they get upset because of that. Now, there's more. Apparently, Pedro is Pedro the name because there's another story that has a different kind of an angle to it from the CBS station in Los Angeles, right? Um it says right here in this the CBS hang on, hang on, the CBS station. And again this is right. Good thing this happened before the racial bias training, right? Um apparently it says here that he told the people that his name was Peter. Peter. I'm not kidding. Uh, the, the the LA uh CBS affiliate the friend the, the victim's friend is named Miguel Acosta. Said, quote, he went to Starbucks, they asked for his name, and he said his name. He said his name is Peter, and they wrote Beaner. And he's saying that's not fair. What if this was a complete and total misunderstanding? Why would you want to work for Starbucks? Are you getting where I'm going on this? So apparently he says, Peter, the guy can't speak English. You just heard it. What if we well, get some dopey barista who's busy and actually thought the dude's name is Beaner? you telling me that weird people don't go to Starbucks with weird names like Apple? And uh, and uh, you know a puzzle or whatever, and the guy could have said Peter, and it could have sounded like Beaner. Peter Beaner. It could have sounded like that, and it, it was said. Well, let's talk more about this because I think it's that good. We'll continue. Uh, Morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at one thousand dollars now. Text the word bank to two hundred two hundred. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's banked to 200 200 Oh, yes. Hello. What's going on? How you doing? It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, bombshell story in the New York Times about how uh, the Obama administration, and this is a big deal, They weaponized, no joke, they weaponized the FBI and they used our intelligence to spy on the Trump campaign. It's there. I mean, Jim Comey sent Peter Stroke to London about three months before the election. It was crossed, the code name for the mission was crossed by a hurricane. They tried to frame Trump. They did everything they could. This is a big deal. Second thing, I guess Trump was right that the Obama wire tabby, it's oh yeah, second thing that I think you need to know thanks uh Amazon uh, gonna create 1500 jobs here in Tucson they're gonna they chose Tucson to have a giant warehouse a uh, fulfillment center where you know they're gonna have stuff and they're gonna ship it from here so that's pretty cool right that's not bad uh third thing that I think you need to know and there's a lot of stuff to choose from but I always like good uh, uh, economic stories right good economic stories. Um, and, uh, you have weekly jobless claims at a 48 year low, meaning people aren't getting laid off like they did back when, you know, who was running things. Yeah, that's, there's more stability now. Things like that. Mm hmm. There you go. Three things I think you need uh, to know. Um, really quick, by the way, Jeff Flake, Jeff Flake announced he is going to vote no uh, on Gina Haspel for CIA director, Je- yeah, Jeff Flake said that because he was he was very worried about her uh, the uh, the uh, you know the torture aspect of things and the uh, the involvement with destroying tapes and things like that and it's just you know it's just not good enough they have to live up to a certain aspiration and says the guy that actually had his family hire a bunch of illegal aliens and then this guy he admitted in his book that sold like eighty five copies. He admitted that that he did everything he could to try to distract and throw off border patrol when they raided his family's farm. But he's worried about Gina. Get out of here! What a that dude is such a waste of everything. He just he, he just sucks. Like there's nothing else to say. That he he just he just sucks. Nobody cares. Go away. Bye bye. You are going to be uh, forgotten about in such beautiful ways.
5: Go home to mommy.
0: Exactly. Exactly. He's a, he is just as bitter as John McCain.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's whoa. just as bitter. He's getting there.
0: He's just as bitter. Just as bitter. So
1: that's cool. On the bitterness scale of 1 to 10, yes. what is John McCain?
0: John McCain is a 58. That's bitter. Jeff Flake? 11. 47. Okay. Out of 10. Out of 10. So let's really quick go back to this story. Can we get the uh, where he's the guy that can't speak English? Uh, in, in Fox Eleven said this guy's name was Pedro. Goes to a Starbucks, uh, a La Kenyatta Starbucks, a La Canada Starbucks in California. I forget where in California, somewhere in California. You know where it is? Somewhere. Uh, he, I've never. It's heard in of Los. Kenyatta. It's in Los Angeles. It's Los Angeles. Okay. So anyway, um, he goes there.
1: Which
0: one? One or two? Uh, one. Uh, and yeah, twenty-eight. So he goes there and he orders a Starbucks coffee. And apparently said his name was Pedro, but that, that was in one story. Apparently he didn't. Now, let, go up a little bit. Listen to the guy. He can't speak English.
3: Listen to this. It should have said Pedro, which is this man. He says that's the name he gave the barista, the name they called when his coffee was ready. But take a look at what he says he found, that racial slur right there on the cup. Yo me siento muy muy malo. So he just feel bad. So you that. Hang on. You heard the guy. For- can't
0: speak English. Whatever. Apparently, according to the CBS station in L.A., they said that he told them his name was Peter. Peter. So he goes there. They said, what's your name? Peter. What if he says it like that? Because he can't speak English. He's got a heavy Spanish accent, right? Don't you think this is a normal thing to think about? Could the barista... Who who knows what's what's the barista's name? You know, it could be it could be airplane. We don't know. There are people that have weird names. Weird. I'm sure if you talk to somebody that works at Starbucks, the amount of names they take, there are probably some people that have some weird names, some unique names, some off the wall names. Right. So the guy can't speak English. They say, "What's your name?" He orders his coffee, and it's Peter. Is it possible that the barista, who could not be the sharpest tool in the shed, thought that they heard Beaner? Peter, Beaner. Peter, Peter? Peter. Could it, is it possible? Yes,
1: I'm going to say yes.
0: And then what does Starbucks do after the overreaction? Oh, my God, look, it says beaner on there. You freaking dingbat. Maybe that's what they heard and they just got it wrong. And it's just a simple mistake. But, hey, this is why we don't like Starbucks, because now it is a full investigation. Oh, yeah. We're launching it. It's huge. I don't even know what the hell that means. You know what that means? Please, media, leave us alone. We're launching a full investigation. Get off our back.
1: The district manager is going to call the manager. They're going
0: to talk to the employee and get the story. I wish they would have done that first. No. Overreaction first. I mean, this is all it is. And they could have said to the guy, the manager could have gone in there and said it, and, and talk to the person, why'd you write Beaner? I thought that's what he said. Really? And You know what? I made a mistake. It was stupid. But the guy couldn't speak English. I thought that's what he said. I don't know. I mean, people call themselves all kinds of freaking things. Yes. So that's that's what it is. There's no ill intent here. I, that's what I thought he said. And the Starbucks manager, instead of going in there and telling that to Pedro, instead offered free stuff. So there's a total freak out. And the media takes advantage of it. They can clickbait everything else. Uh, and, and then start, instead of Starbucks getting the back of their employee, well, uh, full investigation. Can't people just make mistakes anymore? You make a mistake. It happens. We're human. And you move on. That's it. That's it. You but, know, maybe I should get it
1: more often because everybody calls me Brian when I go to places. Oh, what's the name for whatever? It's Ryan. Brian, perfect.
0: So you're not Ryan. You're not the only one because people call me all
1: kinds of stuff. Wow, uh, I my friends who listen to the show call you like Gary.
0: Yeah, I'm offended by uh, that. <laughs> You should be. Can I
1: get free stuff, too? Yes, you can. Come to my house.
0: My feelings. If I had feelings, they'd be hurt. <laughs> I, 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 and I shouldn't say this because then you know, listeners are going to take advantage of it. I swear, when I was in ninth grade, I had an English teacher named Mr. Long. Mr. Long. And I, I actually had him. Maybe it was 10th grade, too. I had him, like, maybe ninth grade and I think senior year, actually. So I've had him in the past. We had a class of 420 kids, about 2,000 kids in the high school. Yeah. So it's not small, but it wasn't huge. Anyway, I had him, and I have a unique name in Garrett. There was a question asked, and I liked this teacher. He was a weirdo, but I liked him. He brought out my creative side in certain. Th- I thought I was g- I was great at math with numbers, and then when the words and letters came in, not as good. And all of a sudden, my creative writing got better. So I did a whole thing for him. I thought it was really cool. I uh, we had to write about Shakespeare. And it wasn't, and I think maybe it was 11th grade, because 12th grade I had Mr. Griffin. Anyway, I did this, I did this whole thing about the uh, Married with Children was very popular when I was in high school. Yes. So I did uh, a, whole, a whole episode, I wrote an episode of Married with Children uh, based in uh, Shakespearean language. <laughs> I thought it was funny. So, and I got a good grade. So anyway, uh, there was a question asked, and I put my hand up, and Mr. Long says, in the back, Gerard... And I went, what? And the whole class, of course, starts cracking up. Gerard. And, of course, they're going to be dingbats that show up to the beer club for and i call calling me that, and, I, and I'm, going to, I'm going to ignore them. But I'm <laughs> like, where do you come up with that? But people hear things. It's a freaking name. It is what it is. So why the freak out, right? And Starbucks, I mean, that's what's sad. I got, it, what a, it's pathetic that they can't even get the backs of their own employees before they overreact and crumble to PR pressure. That's why, you know. That's why if Rush says something and people don't like it, whatever we some we don't like it, whatever. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? We hope our that we hope our uh, advertisers feel the same way, and they do. They do. They ignore people, right? But you get others that totally freak out. Remember, they jump ship from Laura Ingraham's uh, TV show. They jump some a couple jump ship from Rut. Just calm down. Just take a breath. Step back. Is that the hyper PC culture? Creating? Yes. Yes. Oh my God! And they're so afraid of letter writers and people that would normally not even use these businesses. They start free, and of course, you know what what happens? You get the TV camera. They shove it in somebody, some customer's face. What do you think about the fact that the cup said "Beaner" on it? Well, what what do you expect people to say? I'm offended by that. Uh, yeah, I want to look like I'm nice and respectful and smart. So I'm going to say this is unacceptable, and I don't know if I'm going to come here anymore. Even though I'll be here, you know, this afternoon for my or the one my right third down cup the of coffee. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's that's what's going to happen. So then they totally overreact, and then Starbucks falls for it like a bunch of idiots. Yes. it's just frustrating. It's just frustrating. You know, you have a, you have a good point in saying that they won't have their back. Yeah,
1: I mean, like get the whole story, guys. Yeah, I mean this is, uh, it's and it's, how is this
0: a news story? I mean, seriously, somebody misheard a name. Literally misheard a name from a person that couldn't speak English who claimed his name was Peter. Now, I say Peter, fine, but imagine a guy, again, play his accent, play his accent, his Spanish accent. He can't speak English. Here we go.
3: So if somebody says
0: so you really quick, bad. you know, what's your name? Peter. And again, you get some, okay, you're writing real fast. you in 50 you're drinks probably an hour. Okay, I'm being her. It's an accident. It pisses me off. Wayne, thanks for waiting. Welcome well, to KNSD. Oh, who is this? I don't know. Well, bye, bye. What do you do? The line's full. I, I see <laughs> names. I've never right. answered the phone. All right, I'm sorry. Brian, Gordon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If Sheriff Napier called me Gordon seventeen times <laughs> in a five minute span to my face when he was up, remember that? I do. I yeah, do. I don't know why I'm calling you Gordon. I don't. I should uh, be offended by that. He owes me free stuff. I. I can make a list of free stuff we can get from. Uh... You know what I'm gonna do? From because Mary, you called me Mary Gordon got, yeah. <laughs> hey, No, stop it. No, I'm just kidding. no what he, you know I'm gonna make I'm gonna make him build a wall around my house. <laughs> it's it put medieval your name on it. Exactly <laughs> it's, it's medieval and doesn't work. Let's see who tries to get in now, huh? What's the go. password? Exactly Gordon. <laughs> we call all kinds of stuff. It happens. All right. So there you go. eight eight zero KNST, eight eight zero five six seven eight. Can we just take it down? And We take it down a notch here. We make fun of people. Only imagine if the world were like this show. Frightening, isn't it? So it is, Wayne. You told me it's not Wayne. He called back, and it's just serendipity. Serendipity no. or? Serendipity. Coincidence? What if we called you Pedro instead of Wayne? Hi, Wayne.
6: Well, I mean, I answer to a lot of different names. Exactly. Um, my, wife has, my wife has many choice names that aren't my official
0: her name. oh so. she's like my wife that's
1: fantastic
0: yeah, yeah. does she yeah. call you
1: mr talking to the phone because you're not talking to the phone at all talking to the phone
0: <laughs> oh how's that okay it's much better better thank you
6: okay so um you guys probably picked up on this and, and maybe i'm just being redundant and stupid here but you do know pedro and peter are the same right just the Spanish version of Peter.
0: That, that's fine, but what... But that's fine you say Spanish, but when you say something to a person, what is your name? Sure. Pedro sounds distinctly different than Peter, and they have no, the CBS I, story where they said the guy said his name is Peter, and they wrote Peter. Exactly.
6: Yeah, exactly. No, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just yeah. saying, I, I just... The, the thing that I, that I can't wrap my brain around a little bit is that he can't speak English, mm-hmm. but he can apparently read it. Well... Because he was... <laughs>
0: what language is Venti?
6: <laughs> or or, or someone help him? I mean, I, I don't understand. You know, I know a lot of Spanish words. I just speak a little bit of Spanish from time when I was younger in the restaurant business. Yeah. And, and, but, I, I mean, I, I can read some of it, but not really well. Mm-hmm. Don't people usually pick up the, the oral language before they pick up the written language? I, he didn't read it, apparently. Well, I don't, I don't know. Like,
0: or maybe he can read it. Maybe he just knows a drink that he thinks is good, and he just says the same thing over and over and over.
6: I just can't... I think you guys are on something. I just cannot believe that this... I have a hard time saying barista because it sounds really stupid. But anyway, I have a hard time with somebody who's helping someone get a drink in a coffee shop thinking that they would purposely write something like this on the yeah. cup for the whole world to see. It had to be accidental. It just doesn't
0: make any sense. You compare that. You're right. I agree with you. But you compare that with what we talked about at the end of the show yesterday, where you had a, uh, a black man wearing a Make America Great Again hat at the Cheesecake Factory, where apparently they went out of their way to make fun of him and make he and his family feel uncomfortable on Mother's Day because he was wearing a Make yep. America Great Again hat, and they were pointing to his hat, and they were saying, I'll knock it off his head. That's different. But, yeah, I mean, and they did that on purpose, and now Cheesecake Factory said, okay, those people are gone. but um, And you yeah. can't blame Cheesecake Factory, and you can't blame Starbucks, but we can blame Starbucks for is overreacting like a bunch of wimps.
6: Oh, of course. They're going to appoint a special counsel. And, uh, <laughs> maybe, Hire maybe Mueller. He can,
0: maybe he can me through the facts hey, and figure some things out. There you go. That's too funny. Yeah. That's too funny. Wayne, thank you, man. I appreciate it, buddy. Hey, Have a good one. Take you. care. Yeah. Bye-bye. Grab two right quick. Don't tell me what to do, please. Hi, number two. Welcome to KNST. Hi, Bernard. Hi. Hey, I'm glad you got Jerry Lewis on the show. I love his telephone. You know what? <laughs> see? Oh, wait, I shouldn't have hung up on him. I should have asked him that he... I should have told him he's now... He's uh, still there? We have caller ID. Is he... No, he's not still there. I hung up on him. Still there? No. You there? No. Oh, sometimes you can say... See, him. the thing is, that guy, Bernard, benefited from those telethons for many, many years. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, however... <clears throat> yeah. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> I try to be honest with yep, you. I just said Thank that. Thank you. You're welcome. I try to be honest with you. I try to be upfront. I think that's why you like me. I try to be genuine. And then you have to have jackals take it to the whole new level. <laughs> I deserve something now. Look, we have a breaking... We have Bud Foster do a report on that. You got to put it out in a press release first. <laughs> that's true. I will do that. That'd be, that'd be great. All right, 825. We'll continue. There's more. We got to get to the gun story. The, again, bad guy. With a gun at a school, getting stopped by a good guy with a gun. You know, only if there was a janitor to say, don't do that. Like Rachel Sedgwick thinks there could be. Anyway, we'll continue. Morning ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AIM 792, the most stimulating talk.
1: Eggs, bacon, pancakes, coffee. It sounds like a great breakfast, but it's missing something stimulation. The morning ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk.
0: Kelly, I should roller skate 843, three things I think you need to know number one, gigantic bombshell story of the Obama administration spying on the Trump campaign about 90, days leading up to the election spying on the Trump campaign with human beings, human intelligence or an FBI spying on a private citizen running for political office And it's being ignored by every media outlet. New York Times had this story, but only because the leakers are trying to protect their butts. Because apparently, I keep reading, that uh, more and more of the Inspector General report has been given to Jeff Sessions. And people are speculating on Twitter there'll be lots of resignations from the Department of Justice because this is going to name names. They're trying to get out in front of it. This is huge. Second thing I think you need to know, Amazon opens up a, or they're going to open up a uh, fulfillment center. Giant warehouse, 1,500 jobs created right here in Tucson, which is cool. Third thing, I think you need to know we have great economic news. Jobless claims are now at the lowest level in 48 years. 48 years. The report suggests prospects are getting better and better for workers, even though jobs recovery is aging toward a ninth year. Well, we had eight years of Obama, for God's sake. So now we have uh, more stability, and that's what people want. So uh, good, 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 good. By the way, another random, random little thing here, just coming out from Fox Business. U.S. manufacturers hiring more, paying more thanks to tax reform. What? We'll get to that. Three things I think you need to know. This is huge. This wasn't supposed to happen. Democrats are running on what? They want to hike taxes. Uh, the economy's not so good. I mean, what the hell can they do to try to win? Trump, Russia, Russia, Trump. People don't care. We'll have that more on that coming up in just a second, right? We're going to have some audio, Ryan, from yesterday. We get a chance to play these sound bites. Um, Ryan, can you get number 22 ready if you don't mind? But really quick. Fox Business has the story that US manufacturers are hiring more workers, boosting wages, increasing domestic investments following the passage of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. 72% of manufacturers are ramping up workers' wages and benefits, according to a new national a new survey from the National Association of Manufacturers. Meanwhile, 77% of survey respondents said they were hiring more workers. 86% are investing more in plants and equipment. Look what happens when you give people their money back. Instead of Chuck Schumer trying to invest in and Nancy Pelosi giving it away, you get your own money back. National Association of Manufacturers board chair, David Farr, said in a statement, manufacturing in America is now rising to new heights thanks to tax reform, and as a result, manufacturers of all sizes are already investing more, growing more, hiring more, Paying more. Wage growth among those manufacturers surveyed last month rose at the fastest pace in 17 years. What do you want me to do again? 22, please. More than 93% of manufacturers have a positive outlook on their company's prospects in the American economy. Second highest level ever recorded by the National Association of Manufacturers. 93, Over 93%. So what the hell can Democrats run on? Well, here's a CNN panel where they say, we don't know, but they're nervous as hell. Here we go.
3: How does that tax bill affect them? Those are things Pause that's it. going yeah, to this, be this on is, their this mind.
0: This is Amy Klobuchar, Democratic Senator Amy Klobuchar, trying to somehow say that ta- the tax cuts are bad for people. And then listen to the CNN panel react. Here
3: we go. Um, those are things that, that's going to be on their mind. Health care premiums, those things. I'm well aware of that. They're not asking me about Russia. You passed box, Obamacare. Okay? They're oh, asking about me Russia about, like, soybean exports.
4: Oh, um, a potential 2020 Democratic presidential to candidate there. there. Welcome there. to 2020. Well, a lot of them at this event we uh, will get to it. But, but what is the importance of that, where you have a prominent Democrat saying, yeah. easy people, don't just, you know, Russia, 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 or don't mm-hmm. count on this kind to us?
1: I think she's doing a couple of things there. One, she's trying to differentiate herself from some people who are seen as the more progressive possible candidates. Uh, for the nomination in a couple of years. But I do think she's reflecting another thing we're starting to hear more from Democrats. Hey, this can't just to- be totally about Trump. We have to do some other things. They're seeing like Trump's what? numbers go up yep. a little bit. They're nervous yep. right now. Maybe that the environment isn't going to be quite what they thought it was going to be. And I think that's a warning from her. But she has some political reasons for doing I it. Let let it. Let I don't it. disagree with you, Carl, but
5: I don't. I, I, as much as I've heard Democrats say we can't be anti-Trump, I haven't heard anything
1: from them that's not anti-Trump. Yeah, but it's the, the only question. thing that unites <laughs> them as as a party right now, and they do have you know they do have an important conversation to have about. What message do they, you know, what message do they highlight going after uh, Trump personally and, and emphasizing the, the yeah. Russian investigation and all this stuff? It doesn't move voters. I think people have made up nope. their minds on this. And on, unless there's a massive event like an indictment or some a report by Bob Mueller, I don't think people are going to move oh, on this. No. But economics, the, the more, the more economics and the more, you know, kitchen table issues are in the news, the better Democrats do, the more Trump's numbers go down. And it's inverse when it's his personal stuff.
0: Really? So we just had kitchen table stuff right there manufacturing jobs, wages, benefits, 17 year high. Hmm. So apparently it's not Russia, 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 Russia. And again, the FBI literally in this New York Times story admit they spied on the Trump campaign. There should be outrage everywhere. Again, the Gateway Pundit has a great story where they look at all the websites of NBC, ABC, CBS. You know what story is missing from all those websites? The New York Times story. The New York Times story is missing. Um. Again... The FBI investigated four unidentified Trump campaign aides in those early months. Congressional investigators revealed in February they investigated Flynn, Manafort, Carter Page, Papadopoulos. The FBI obtained phone records, other documents using national security letters, a secret type of subpoena, and at least one government informant, meaning a spy, met several times with Page and Papadopoulos, current and former officials said. That is incredible. Again, this is looked this is looked at as like it's okay it's okay that the fbi put out spies spies on the trump campaign like it's normal for a political party to weaponize the democrats and obama to weaponize the fbi to spy on their political opponent trump watergate's nothing compared to this nothing and why again are they doing this They're trying to make the narrative that it's okay. this is normal. We had reason to do this and call me not know because the inspector general report is coming out possibly this afternoon. Apparently, I'm reading tweets that it's already been handed to Jeff Sessions. And again, there are already uh, Department of Justice officials resigning by the end of the week, which is tomorrow, because of what's in this report, that it's that it's going to be that damaging. This is getting good we'll have more on that coming up as well so the dems are in big trouble the economy's going well the russia thing's a bunch of crap um why doesn't Mueller investigate this by the way right because the russians yeah i know why doesn't he investigate this the red scare uh-huh and again i can't remind you enough all these uh all these leakers are refusing to turn over documents when they're legally asked by members of congress but they're running to the new york times uh-huh where Eighth- is the line for jail put a I, minute i i, I I'm sorry. I know. I know. To interrupt, I know. But no, but I'm get, it's getting old. You, you Jail are, time. You are just as frustrated as many, many, many people that are out there. We'll talk more about this at the beer club tonight because that's that's what we do and, and we drink. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at one thousand dollars now. Text the word WIN to two hundred two hundred. You'll get a text confirming entry plus radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's WIN to two hundred two hundred. That's not me. Respect, Bruce Jacobs. Moment of silence. Nine oh nine. Why? Picked up his lung off the desk. Oh,
1: put it back in.
0: Uh, fun fact, real quick. Gary Lewis with you. KNSTAM seven ninety sounds most stimulating talk. When I first got into radio, I worked with Bruce, and that actually made me a germaphobe. <laughs> this. <laughs> if you could only see the stuff that flies out. Not even when he does that, but when he just talks and laughs. The Chinese food that flies out of his mouth. That's when I realized that's disgusting. And it's all Bruce's fault from a long time ago that I am a germaphobe. That's a good story. Let's move on. Three things I think you need to know. I do. I wish Bruce did. He did. Uh, (laughs) That's why he doesn't. He doesn't. He talks about that. He doesn't. First thing is that a bombshell story in the New York Times confirms that the Obama administration weaponized the FBI where they had at least one spy in the Trump campaign. At least one spy in the Trump campaign. Are you kidding me right now? They use secret subpoenas to get more information. Just to try to get something on him to frame him to make him look bad so he would lose the election or have to get thrown in prison. It's banana republic without the nice clothes. Second thing that I think you need to know is it's true is uh, is that the Amazon has chosen um, Tucson uh, for a big warehouse, a giant warehouse, a fulfillment center. So fifteen hundred jobs will be created. That's pretty cool. You know what? I wonder if they would have. Uh, I mean, they need a big they need a big business, a big building, right? Would they have been in a bidding war with Pima County for the point? <laughs> <The> Worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, my wife, by the way, she's like, wait, wait, what's going on with that? And she's like, was anybody else bidding on that building? I said, no. She goes, why would they pay over appraised value then? I said, that's what everybody wants to know from Chuck Huckleberry. Nobody knows. By the way, uh, Beer Club for Men tonight, Allie Miller, Supervisor Miller, will be there at the Beer Club for Men uh, because she deserves a beer. Or five, after all the stuff that she has done. Uh, Third thing I think you need to know, the economy is roaring along. Jobless claims are now at a 48-year low, meaning layoffs are very rare. And U.S. manufacturing, this is an incredible story from Fox Business. U.S. manufacturing uh, did a survey, uh, national manufacturing. uh, U.S. manufacturers are hiring more, paying more, all thanks to tax reform, the tax cuts. 72% 72% of manufacturers ramping up workers wages and benefits, 77% said they're hiring more workers, 86% investing more in the plants and equipment, all because of the tax cuts. Good luck Democrats, good luck. Three things I think you need to know. Good luck. I like saying it like that because I can. Um blue wave? Nah. I don't think so. I just put a a story on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis radio, uh, because that New York Times story is like 4000 words. It's a lot. It's a lot to read. And it's a lot of garbage, to be honest with you. Listen, the New York Times story, the what you get this whole situation is that uh, it's all about how the Obama administration had their FBI spy on Trump. During the campaign, 100 days out of the election, they're trying to find something on him. Because I think they all knew that Hillary was going to lose. Because nobody liked Hillary. They didn't like Hillary. Obama didn't want to see all of his great accomplishments go by the wayside, which they are. Isn't that just great? The mandate in Obamacare, gone. Soon Obamacare will be gone also. Um, That's done. The Iran deal, gone. The Paris Paris Climate uh, Agreement, gone. TPP? TPP, gone. It's as if Obama didn't even exist. Let's hope it continues. I mean, he still exists and we're still having to deal with his garbage, but let's just hope, right? Let's. So that's what Trump's doing. So Obama was afraid of that. He knew that Trump would get in there and literally erase everything that he did. So the headline from the New York Times story is Code Name Crossfire Hurricane, the Secret Origins of the Trump investi- mm-hmm. Investigation. And Molly Hemingway at The Federalist has a great recap of 10 things to take away from this, including things I've talked about. Uh, but it, it's a great it's a great recap. Um, the FBI officials literally admit they spied on the Trump campaign. That's the f- most important thing. They investigated four unidentified Trump campaign aides. We know who they are: Flynn, Manafort, Page, and Papadopoulos. They got uh, FBI got phone records and other documents using national security letters, which is a secret type of subpoena. And at least one government informant met several times. One government informant. You know what that means? A spy. A government informant is a spy. Met several times with Page and Papadopoulos, current and former officials said. Now, why are they letting out this information? Because apparently, today is the day. It looks like that um, Jeff uh, Sessions, the Attorney General, got his hands on an Inspector General report that outlines all the bad things the FBI, the upper echelon, by the way, not the rank and file guys, but everything that uh, that the FBI did crookedly, the leadership. Apparently, it's all coming out. It's all coming out. And um, there are rumors about that. That Jeff uh, Jeff Sessions got this, and there are rumors that uh, there are already several DOJ and FBI officials that have tendered resignation effective tomorrow because of the inspector general handing over this report. And apparently, Jeff Sessions received it this morning, according to rumors. We could do rumors here. We could do rumors. So that's what it is. The second thing Molly Hemingway says to take away from this is, yes, these leakers are terrified about this inspector general report. Uh Oh, the admissions in the New York Times story coming out now, years after selective leaks to compliant reporters. Just before the inspector general report detailing some of these actions is slated to be released this month. Again, maybe today. Wall Street Journal reported people mentioned in the reporter beginning to get previews of what it alleges. So it's uh, it's okay to assume much of the new information in this Time story relates to information that will be coming out in the inspector general report. So they're trying to they're trying to get it out there that this is okay. We did stuff on the up and up and blah 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 right. So by working with these friendly reporters again, the FBI officials, the leakers ensure the first story about their unprecedented spying on political opponents will downplay that spying and even attempt to justify it. That's why this is happening. Beat him to the punch. If you're not first, you're last, right? This is what's funny also. In paragraph 69 of this really long story, she writes, uh, this is Molly Hume, the New York Times takes itself to task for burying the lead in its October 31st, 2016 story about the FBI not finding any proof of involvement with Russian election meddling. Yes, In ready, ready, ready? The key fact of the article that the FBI opened a broad investigation into possible links between the Russian government and the Trump campaign was published in the 10th paragraph. Then you go down to paragraph 70 and it says a year and a half later, no public evidence has surfaced connecting Trump's advisors to hacking or linking Trump himself to the Russian government's disruptive efforts. So after two years looking for collusion, unlimited resources, they couldn't find any. So it goes on and on about all these things to take away from this. I mean, wiretaps, national security letters, all this stuff. And at least one government informant met several times. This is huge. So think about it. You have a two year investigation going on about Trump and collusion with Russia, which whatever, right? Unlimited funds. Now we find out that they even went to such levels as to have at least one spy in the Trump campaign. They use secret subpoenas. And after all this stuff, they still can't find anything. Yep, this is what's happening. Um, and there's more. And again, this story's on my Facebook page. Uh, one thing at the end, which I thought was really good, that she wrote, is, uh, well, number nine, eavesdropping, not spying, and other friendly claims. That's what's in this New York Times story. Prosecutors obtained court approval to eavesdrop on Mr. Page. That's not. E- That's what the New York Times wrote. That is called spying. They're not eavesdropping. They are spying on him. And Comey knew it. Comey knew it. Yep. The story claimed they kept details from political appointees across the street of the Justice Department before using controversial political appointee Sally Yates to claim there was nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about. Remember, Yates was in the news claiming she thought Flynn had committed a Logan Act violation. A Logan Act violation. Um, she refused to do her job under Trump, so he fired her. This woman can't be trusted. Last thing, affirms fears of politicized intelligence. This New York Times story may have been designed to inoculate the FBI against revelations coming out the inspector uh, of the Inspector General Report. But what was the result here? The fears of many Americans who are worried the government's law enforcement and intelligence agencies abuse their powers to spy, to surveil and target Americans simply for their political views and affiliations. That's what really came out of this. They tried to whitewash it, wasn't so bad. Eavesdropping instead of spying, um, informant instead of spy. Bottom line is our government use the intelligence apparatus to spy on Trump and then launch a multi-million dollar, we're in the tens of millions that Mueller has used to try to find something that Trump did with Russia. And they still can't find anything. Still can't find anything. And again, I got a great, great, great email earlier on in the show that I want to share with you that sums it up so perfectly. Uh, the incredible Trump, the guy that never ran for office before, he beat 16 of the best Republicans. Where I should he beat sixteen of the best the Republicans had. Then he beat the invincible Clinton machine. All the while, the media was against him, and now we learn that the massive federal government intelligence apparatus was spying on him and passing information to his enemies. And he still won. He still won. This is huge. Huge. Huge news. 880 KNST, 8805678. So considering this huge news, that despite all this, you won by getting Trump in there. We won by getting Trump in there. And then you couple in the fun stuff with the manufacturing, the jobs, the wages, all higher, benefits, all higher. And it's beer club Thursday. Why not?
5: I will fight for you with every breath in my body and I will never, ever let you down. We will make America great again. All I do is win, win, win no matter what. You will never be ignored again. And every time I step up in the building, everybody has oh! America will start winning again. You're going to be so proud of your country. You're going to be so proud of your president. And I don't care about that. But you are going to be so proud of your country because we're going to turn it around and we're going to start winning again. We're going to win so much. We're going to win at every level. We're going to win economically. We're going to win with the economy. We're going to win with military. We're going to win with healthcare for our veterans. We're going to win with every single facet. We're going to win so much. You may even get tired of winning. No. And you'll say, please, please, it's too much so winning. Good. We can't take it anymore. Mr. President, it's too much. And I'll say, no, it isn't. We have to keep winning. Yes. We have to win more. more. We're going to win more. more. We're going to win so much. America will start winning again. Winning like never before. All do is win, 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 no matter what. This is your day. This is your celebration. And this, the United States of America, is your country.
3: The Morning Ritual
5: with Ah.
2: Garrett Lewis. We will face many challenges, Ah. but with the faith in each other and the faith in God, we will get the job done.
1: KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk.
0: Word. By the way, I want Congress, you swamp rats. They need to subpoena Jim Comey and ask him about this. Who authorized this spying? Who authorized John John Brennan, CIA director? Who authorized this? Leakers literally confirming to the New York Times that we spied on the Trump campaign. At least one spy was in there. Who authorized it? You're under oath. You know, he went on his big book tour. Who authorized this? That's a key question, isn't it? Was it Obama? Was it Eric Holder? What was it, Loretta Lynch? Was it Comey? Was it Brennan? Was it all of them? Who's taking the fall? Who's going to take the fall? Because nobody wants Obama to go to well, you do. But these guys don't want Obama to go to prison. Who's going to Who's going to take the fall? That's the next step. Eight eight zero KNST eight eight zero five six seventy. I think we're getting to a crossroads in this country now, where we used to like the, you know the corrupt getting away with it, whether it's Huckleberry, whether it's uh, Steve Christie's buddies, whether it's the Clintons, Obama, Comey. But I think that the pressure is getting too much, and we're starting either on a local level, and or a national level to really. Find out who these dirtbags really are. And they can't hide behind each other anymore. Which is, I think, another reason why John McCain is so damn bitter. And so is Jeff Flake, by the way. Their their world, as they know it, is being turned upside down. Not just by Trump. He's got a lot to do with it. But by you also, because you put Trump there. It's all being turned upside down now, isn't it? So we need to know. Uh, Who's next? Because we're going to find out more with this report. Devin Nunez is going to find out exactly who these spies were that were inside the Trump campaign. I mean, and who told them to do it? Because this, this, this is bad. But at the same time, we're shining a light on it. So it's good. It had that we had to find out from bad. We get good. 925. We'll continue. It is your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's Most Stimulating Talk. Hello, 9.30, Beer Club for Men Thursday. Tonight, 5 to 7. This is going to be a good one, man. People are going to be talking about this. It's going to be Mr. Rons, 5 to 7 tonight, Oracle and Rudisil. They'll be talking about this. They'll be talking about lots of stuff. I mean, the bowling alley, uh, the fact that the uh, the golf course, the Canoa Hills golf course, where Huckleberry authorized and made the I guess unilateral decision to make sure that the owner Morgan North of that uh, Borderland Construction wouldn't have to pay a hundred thousand dollar fine for getting rid of his golf course. You have to; it's what it is. You have to get rid of your golf. course. If you get rid of your golf course within ten years of ownership, you get special tax breaks for having to. So if you get it within ten years, if you get rid of it, you pay a hundred thousand dollar fine. Arizona Revised Statute. There's a law, and he uh, Huckleberry wrote a memo. Ah, don't, 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 uh, don't take that money from him. It's uh, no, 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 no. Isn't uh, that nice? Isn't that nice? <clears throat> uh, Molly Hemingway tweeted out, this New York Times story says the FBI was worried that if it came out they were spying on Trump on the Trump campaign, it would, quote, only reinforce his claims that the election was being rigged against him.
1: And that's not they true? They admitted it. Exactly. <laughs> okay.
0: Exactly.
1: Sure, if it looks it came that way, Molly. Out, it only
0: gets rigged. I mean, it's not like they're spying on Hillary. No, Molly said that. She quoted the story. She's okay. good. She's a good oh, one. Okay. She said in the story. It said the FBI was worried if they came out, they would only reinforce the claims that it was being rigged against him. That is incredible, incredible stuff, is it not? Hell, friggin' yeah, it is.
1: So, what'll we do?
0: Uh, we drink tonight at the beer club for men, Mister Rollins, and We let we let the system. I know this stinks. I know this stinks. But we have to let the, the process work its way out. Right? Yeah, seriously. Uh, in uh, Probably about a quarter way down. It says here. Um, the Mr. Comey said it was unfair to compare the Clinton case, which was winding down in the summer of 2016, with the Russia case, which was in its earliest stages. He said he did not make political considerations about who would benefit from each decision. But the... Underpinning both cases was one political calculation that Mrs. Clinton would win and Mr. Trump would lose. Agents feared being seen as withholding information or going too easy on her, and they worried that any overt, overt, what does overt mean? You're spying. Overt actions against Trump's campaign would only reinforce his claims that the election was being rigged against him, which it was. My goodness. Uh, 9.33. Uh, there's always more. As a matter of fact, we're going to play for you. We have a lot to do. Um, you want to know why Trump hates the media? Why you hate the media? You do want to know why. There is such a glaring example of what they did. Like, this is beyond the realm. Twisting words purposefully. That's why you can't trust the media. I don't trust them you got to hear it to believe it, and I'll get it to you coming up. First, though, sunlighting. Broadway near Swan, sunlighting.com, locally owned and operated for over 65 years, 13,000-square-foot showroom, largest in the the whole state. You won't find a lighting showroom bigger than sunlighting. And let me tell you, they are cutting edge. We know it's hot. It's going to be hot. Are you finding that your, your lights in your kitchen, your bedroom, your living room, are they giving off heat, whether it's halogen, incandescent bulbs, Uh, Even the the curly-hue ones, they give off heat. I mean, they're hot to the touch. That's why you need to go to sunlighting. They have LED technology. They have all the latest LED technology. LED bulbs, and they come in all different forms, by the way. They have LED bulbs that look like incandescents. They look like Edison vintage bulbs. I have those. I got them from sunlighting. Uh, They they, they have recessed cans, hi-hats, you name it. LED style, they give off virtually no heat, use almost no electricity. So you're cutting down on your AC bill because they're using very little electricity and they're not heating up your home, they're not making it cook. So go to Sunlighting to make sure your home can be cooler and save money and be more energy efficient in that aspect. Broadway near Swan, find out more at Sunlighting.com. All right, 943, thank you for hanging out on this beer club for Men Thursday. Garrett Lewis with you, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, right? Number one, a bombshell story in the New York Times where the FBI leakers admit we spied on the Trump campaign. So we need to know now who authorized it, who was behind it. Mm-hmm. One political party weaponizing our intelligence agencies to spy on the opposite political party. Where's the outrage from other Republicans, by the way? Where's John McCain to say something? The guy opened his mouth about everything on Twitter. Anyway, second thing I think you need to know: loudmouth daughter. Uh, Amazon opening up a, a giant warehouse here, a fulfillment center, creating fifteen hundred jobs. Fifteen hundred. By the way, Seattle did that tax, the business employee tax. Every person that is hired, if your business is a certain size, you pay a tax for creating the job and hiring someone, and the money's going to go to homeless people or something like that. Isn't that nice, Seattle? What a dump. Third thing I think you need to know uh, is that the economy seems to be going gangbusters. Uh, Department of Labor said this morning jobless claims, weekly jobless claims are at a over 48 year low. And there was a uh, manufacturing. And I'll stick this on my Facebook page, too. There was a manufacturing survey from the National Association of Manufacturers. And apparently 77 percent of respondents said they're hiring more workers. Eighty six percent investing more in plants. Um, and they're saying they're doing this, they're hiring more, paying more, all because of the Trump tax cuts. 93%, over 93% of the manufacturers have a positive outlook on their company's prospects in our economy. Look how quickly we bounced back. 17 months, right? About that, 17 months since Trump's been in there. That is how good we are as a country. We can get held back and restricted by an Obama, but we bounce back. So end of the world, it's never end of the world It's tough. It's tough work, but we can come back for that pretty quickly because that's what we are here. Uh, We're workers. Three things I think you need to know. Now, this has been kind of a crazy week, right? Think about this. The the media lies are just incredible. So I was out Monday and Tuesday. Bruce Brucey was in. Coughing Bruce was in. And (laughs) thank you. Hairball. So coughing Bruce was in, and he was talking about uh, Israel and Jerusalem, and we're moving the embassy, and you know all that great stuff, right and then you have these uh, these idiots over in uh at the Gaza strip and and they're you know they're we're they're charging the fence and they're trying to make the Israelis shoot them and do stuff, and oh my God, this is terrible, and this is awful and blah 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 and the media is 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 just going at Israel and the White House, thank God with the White House standing strong, they're blaming Hamas for this, they're blaming Hamas. And the media is asking questions like, was Israel going to get away with this again? They're like literally defending terrorists. Defending terrorists. Right? No joke. If you didn't know this, Hamas officials, there's Memory Television, it's out there in the Middle East. Hamas officials are telling the Western mainstream media to stop lying. They're actually telling the Western media, stop saying, this is peaceful. Quote, this is not peaceful resistance. It is supported by our weapons. Yes, there is a Hamas leader, the translation of what he said. You ready for it? The guy's name is senior Hamas official Mahmoud al-Zahar. This is on the Al Jazeera network. And he's and I retweeted this. He said, he said, ready, I'm going to read it to you because you want to understand him. This is a clear terminological of weapons when you are in possession of weapons. That are able to were able to withstand the occupations in the wars of 2006, 8, 12 and 14. There's more when you have weapons that are being wielded by men uh who are able to prevent the strongest army in the region from entering the Gaza strip blah 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 he said this is not a peaceful resistance we have the option has the option of armed struggle diminished no on the contrary it's growing and developing that's clear he is saying all this this is this is peaceful resistance bolstered by a military force and by security agencies he's saying this this is a hamas guy enjoying tremendous popular support So he is saying this. They're admitting this. They're admitting this. And I think it was, what, 50 or 60 out of the 81 deaths Hamas said, those are our guys. They're terrorists. So, but but you still, have, you still have the media acting outraged at Israel, even though Hamas is having their terrorists try to attack Israel and act like they're innocent, right? So you have the stupid media there. And then it went even a step further yesterday. Trump, let's play some audio if you don't mind. Trump is in the White House. He's talking to sheriffs. He's talking to the Fresno sheriff. I think her name is Margaret Mims. And she's talking about how difficult it is to to contact ICE in California, to have them come get illegal aliens, especially MS-13 gang members. Listen to this. Here we go. Listen to this. So
2: ridiculous. The concept that we're even talking about is so ridiculous. We'll take care of it, Margaret. Thank you.
3: We'll, there could be an MS-13 gang member I know about. If they don't reach a special, certain threshold, I cannot tell ICE about them.
2: Yeah. MS-13. We have people coming into the country are trying to come in. We're stopping a lot of them. But we're taking people out of the country. You wouldn't believe how bad these people are. These aren't people. These are animals. And we're taking them out of the country at a level at a
0: rate that's never happened before. Okay, hang on. So you heard that. You heard what Trump's talking about, right? He is talking about MS-13 gang members. These people are animals. What did the media do? They completely lied about what what Trump said. There's a story at thehill.com. Oh, they changed it. Look at that. It was a story at thehill.com retweeted by an alleged conservative writer named Jennifer Rubin. The original story from The Hill says, Trump on illegal immigrants. These aren't people, these are animals. And she said, This is disgusting. His sycophants will applaud his utter dehumanization of men, women, and children. Well, since then, The Hill has retitled the story, Trump on immigrant gang members. Not illegal, of course, just immigrant. These aren't people, they're animals. So they changed it at least for that. But that's not the only one. Andrea Mitchell tweeted a tough takedown by the California governor after Trump calls people trying to get into our country animals, not people. Again, he was talking about MS 13 gang members. NBC News reporter Benji Sarlin tweeted one of the one of Trump's most consistent rhetorical moves is comparing large classes of human beings to animals. MS 13 gang members? They're a class of humans? The Guardian even edited the video. They took out the part where the sheriff talked about MS 13 gang members. They literally took that out purposefully and only had Trump calling some immigrants animals. Fake,
4: fake, fake, fake. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Um, a New York Magazine writer tweeted: "Never ever forget this fact. Trump reverses. I'm sorry. Trump reserves the word animals only for brown people." Yeah. A researcher with the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee tweeted out a picture of children at the border and a quote from Trump: "We're taking people out of the country. You wouldn't believe how bad these people are. These aren't people. These are animals." So it's the media and the Democratic Party. And they are literally lying about this. They're lying about what is going on with Hamas terrorists over in Israel. They're lying about what Trump said. They're specifically skewing it so people hate Israel and people hate Trump. And why are you going to believe the media again? Why? You don't think we're going to talk about this at the beer club tonight? Beer club for men where women are also invited? Oh, yeah. Mr. Ons, 5 to 7, Allie Miller's going to be there as well. This is, I mean, this is just, I mean, literally, they are defending Hamas and MS-13. The me, the media is defending MS-13 and Hamas. And I don't really don't think they like MS-13, but they want to literally just make Trump look bad. Which, of course, is the job of the media, right? Yeah, 953, back and forth, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Video station.
1: A nightmare scene for parents on Lisa Brady, Fox News. A collision between a school bus and a dump truck on a New Jersey highway. Fox's Grinnell Scott with more live. Lisa, the school bus carrying students from Paramus, New Jersey, was apparently part of a field trip caravan of several buses when this bus and a dump truck hit, knocking this bus on its side. Rob Greenbaum, the mayor of Mount Olive, where the crash happened, says his first news of the crash sounded horrific. Possible entrapment and ejections,
6: I assume that man from the school bus and that's the first uh inkling that i had that this was a very serious accident
1: victims have been taken to several hospitals but the extent of injuries has not yet been confirmed lisa thanks colonel hawaii's mount
6: kilauea volcano has just blown its top fox's jessica rosenthal has this live
0: Lisa, they'd been predicting this possibility for days as rocks had been falling into the crater. Around 5 a.m. Hawaii time, an explosion sent a huge ash plume up 30,000 feet. Now, the National Weather Service has issued an ash fall advisory. Geologists had warned such an explosion could send large boulders raining down, but said it shouldn't hurt people as impacted areas like the Hawaii Volcanoes National Park, which was evacuated and closed last week. Ahead of this, geologists reported multiple earthquakes, magnitude 3 or stronger, as magma was draining away from the crater... Lava's been spewing from the volcano for a few weeks now, Lisa, destroying nearly
1: 30 homes. Thanks, Jessica. The Senate now debating Gina Haspel's nomination to be the first woman director of the CIA. The vote will not be unanimous. There are two reasons that I oppose this nomination. Ms. Haspel's support for torture and her willingness to
3: destroy evidence of the CIA's use of torture.
6: Massachusetts Democrat Elizabeth Warren not accepting Haspel's assurances that she doesn't support the past harsh
1: interrogations and would adhere to a higher moral standard. Fox News, fair and balanced.